Blog Talk Radio. Here we go, Mel. T-minus 30 seconds and counting. You know, this used to be a hell of a good country. I can't understand what's going on with it. Chaos. 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 T-minus 15. Oh, they're not scared of you. They're scared of what you represent. 10, 9, ignition sequence start. What you represent to them is freedom. We have ignition. All engines are running. Here we go. We're taking off, Mel. (laughs) Good evening, Texas bikers and bikers all across the nation. This is Texas Biker Radio, number 291, and the title of tonight's show is Raina is Seeking to Block the Truth. My name is Mel Popeye Moss. My co-host, Mel O.G. Robbins. We are with Sons of Liberty Riders MC, and we, we also sponsor this program along with a few friends every week. Uh, Mel, where to start? Well, you know, it just <laughs> we like to say it never ceases to amaze me, but... Uh, in this case, I got to say, kind of expected it all along. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly as, right. as you as you see things develop, uh, there are no surprises. Exactly. We called so much of this from day one that uh, uh, it's just like. You know, watching uh, watching a movie unfold after you've read the book. There may be exactly some slight that. variations, but uh, uh, we called every one of these scenes, and here they go. And like like you just said recently, Reyna was going to go into hiding on these trials, and he has because mm-hmm. he wants he needs to protect his ass in the primaries because he knows the public's pissed off. But now, exactly. you know, the shenanigans that were pulled in court today were pretty blatant, once again, in your face. Exactly. And uh, for anybody that doesn't know what we're talking about, who may have just tuned in, we're talking about um, the micro trials that are going on in McLennan County, Waco, Texas. Um, and we're talking about the the fact that the, the DA in McLean County is seeking to prosecute innocent bikers along with the guilty. Now, we admit there's people that are guilty of crimes there. That's a fact. But this, this DA is insistent upon prosecuting the guilty. I mean, uh, prosecuting the innocent. I'm sorry, prosecuting the innocent. And, uh, you know, the, the data that he's using to do this with is wrong, wrong, wrong. Most of it's lies and innuendos. It's what it is. That's just the fact of the matter. But for three years now, he's been delaying, 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 basically holding all these bikers hostage. It's what they've been doing. They've lost livelihoods. They've lost family. They've lost, I mean, I can't count the ways that uh, this is affecting these people that uh, they can't get jobs now. Can't get a normal job anyway, unless they own their own business, lucky enough to own their That's own right. business. So it's absolutely incredible what we see going on. But we found out through three years of digging, and I mean digging and digging and digging and never letting up, that this DA... He's every bit the criminal. He's every bit the criminal of people that he tries in that courthouse, I'd say, on a daily basis. And uh, now we have people that have come forward to testify against him and everything that's been going on in that office since he's been elected. And uh, Abel Reyna is moving to quash that those hearings 
Those people are ready to come testify, and I mean former <laughs> DA office holders that are ready to testify under oath as to what's been going on in that office. And, of course, Abel Reyna, who has lost his uh, first trial with Jake Carrizal, Bandito Jake Carrizal, actually, he once again, he's tried a person that uh, did not commit a crime. And then came up Scooter Bergman next, who he's delayed that man's to delay that trial, which we don't understand why they accepted that deal. They delayed that trial for 180 days. And, of course, that lets Abel Rainer off the hook of the second trial he was going to lose. And so now here we come. There's, there's, there's more attorneys or more bikers that are, that are filing charges against against Abel Reyna and what has been going on in that, that office. In other words, they have people that are willing to testify that uh, things they've done is not only up and up, that the affidavits that were, that were uh, used to, uh, to arrest 177 bikers and stuff was, was uh, illegal in, its, in the manner it was done. <laughs> so uh, it's interesting. It's interesting that now they are seeking to recuse Judge Struthers, who is their guy, Mel. He's their guy. He's the one that helped them gerrymander Jake Carrizal as the uh, first biker to be trial. I mean, this was to be his show trial, Mel. You know, like uh, four weeks he spent throwing everything he could against the uh, into the jury's lap, uh, hoping they would convict, and they did not do it because the evidence was just not there. The jury saw through the lies and innuendos and everything that he was trying to do. They saw through it. They would not convict him up in a home jury. And we well, you know, there's a, there's a saying <coughs> that I'm well familiar with. Uh, during my stint at, at uh, Honeywell, uh, on occasion we would watch engineers come up with some of the damnedest things mm-hmm. and you know you'd scratch your head and wonder why the hell did they do that well uh, the executives of the company started to coin it uh, as it, there was a phrase used that uh, they were simply just sitting in a tub drinking their own bath water and mm-hmm. that's what uh, that's what Abel Reyna was doing he uh, I think he thought in his uh, demented little mind that, uh, you know, the bikers were going to cave. He could come up with all of this drama surrounding Sons of Anarchy and these uh, uh, these outdated uh, uh, DPS reports uh, on, on gang activity and gang ratings and rankings and uh, bamboozle the public. And uh, what Abel Reyna seems to have forgotten here is he's probably the only stupid one in the crowd. The public is not as stupid as he'd like him to think they are. And I think this guy has realized he's got himself in a trick box. He can't stop now. Yeah. He has to try and do something to salvage himself. And uh, uh, it just goes on and on and on. You know, really, Mel, with the moves he made today, where, you know, and once again, we said Judge Struthers is his guy because Judge Struthers uh, helped gerrymander the Jay Carrizal trial to be number one, the first trial. And the moves today to recuse Judge Struthers They're gone, which we think Judge Struthers is probably perfectly willing to go along with this. And he's yeah, that was probably yeah, that was probably like these uh, uh, like these reality shows. It was all mm-hmm. scripted. I think you called it. Oh yeah, let me tell you, he's willing to follow the sword. 
he's willing to fall on the sword to let this happen. He don't give a damn. At this point, he's fixing to have to retire because of age. There's an age limit on the sauces. So he's, he's going to retire. He doesn't really give a damn about his reputation. He's just going to go ahead and do it. But he's willing to go along with this. And, of course, he comes out of his office after five minutes. And, oh, hey, look, I'm not going to recuse myself, blah, 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 blah. And uh, so he's going to let some other judges come in there and uh, do their deed. Now, if these other judges are on the up and up, they won't do it. They won't do it. This is really going to be interesting to watch. They should not recuse Judge Struthers at this point. They should make, they should make him have to do his job. And they should make Abel Rena and his office members step up and have to testify under oath as these other people are ready to do. That's what needs to happen because who, he, who loses in all of this? Not the bikers. The voters, the people of McLennan County, they need to know if their DA is the damn crook. Let me say that again. They need to know if their DA is a crook. And now is that courthouse there, is that no longer the good old boy network, but the courthouse mafia? What do you think, Mel? Should we change that title? I kind of like that new definition because I think that pretty well spells it out. Mm-hmm. They are uh, they are the true definition of the mafia when it comes to Waco. Mm-hmm. Godfather and all, you know? Yeah. The voters are being cheated in this mail, and that's exactly what's going on. It's the arrogance of it all. I mean, they haven't even tried to hide this stuff. It's there for everybody to see. Oh, yeah. They, I mean, they're they're so used to having their way. They're just blatant in your face. Uh, this is how it is, like it or not. And uh, I think it's time for the voters to rise up and uh, show them who the hell they're actually working for. You know, Mel, and, and the voters should take note. It's time to let these rascals know that, that that courthouse belongs to them. Those courtrooms do not belong to Judge Struthers. They do not belong to Judge Johnson. All those courtrooms in that, in that courthouse belongs to the people. And, and when they see corruption... When they see things not being followed per the Constitution, it's time for them to step up and take action. And by that, it means means changing direction. I mean, they can either continue on with the corruption they see going on, or they can make a change. I mean, at this point, the people inside the courthouse are more, like I said, are are more corrupt than the people they try. And Mel, on top of that, there's millions of dollars worth of debt on the line here. Oh, yeah. I, I find it interesting. You know, the only thing everyone's talking about right now is the 600000 that Waco has applied to the state for. Uh, Mm -hmm. because they're saying those were expenses uh, relative to the first trial. What's uh, escaping everyone's attention here is they're actually close to $5 million in the bag at the end of the first trial. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're not seeing that talked about very much, because I don't think a a lot of people understand that's exactly what's happened here. Uh, uh, Waco has uh, has applied only for six hundred thousand, but they've already spent close to five million just on Twin Peaks, and we're just getting started. Oh yeah, and Mel, may we remind the people in McLennan County, there's still one hundred and fifty four cases out. 
Not counting civil suits. Not counting civil suits. The 100 civil suits. Mel, Barry Johnson is right in this, the things he's saying. And listen to this, Mel. And for, for, for Abel Rayner to point at Barry Johnson and say he's the biker's candidate, let me tell you, that's just wrong, 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 Mel. We've been yelling for three years for somebody in McLennan County to listen to us. We've been in front of those courthouse. We've been asking them time and time again, free the innocent bikers, try the people that are guilty of crimes. We've asked that again and again and again. And we know Abel Rana has heard that message because they listen to everything we say and do. We know he's heard that message. Still, he tries to push this narrative that the FBI and the DPS and all those people want to push. And, Mel, they have to really, really stretch the truth to make that stuff fit. It's almost like a conspiracy theory by the law. <laughs> so, so to sit there and say what, what we've done in that case is we've been asking again and again and again. And so what that we have somebody that's finally listening to us. The only way Barry Johnson's going to get the truth is to talk to both sides. And I suspect somewhere along the line, Mel, Barry Johnson's going to get the truth from us, and he's also going to get it from some law enforcement officers who's fed up with the mess they see going on. So, yes, he would talk to us. And, yes, well, so will the Democratic candidate, Sutton. But we know Abel Rayner won't because he's pushing the narrative. And just like he did in that forum the other day when he stepped there and said, they're coming after us. We're not coming after anybody. There was no bikers coming after anybody in Waco, McLennan County, before Twin Peaks, after Twin Peaks, now, anytime. There was none of that going to happen. That Every bit of that is a lie. Is a lie. There were no bikers after any law enforcement officers. There were no bikers after anyone. Lie, lie, lie. And I think you agree with that. That was a figment of Sergeant Swanton's imagination. And those, and those, under, uh, those undercover and CI guys, which, uh, whichever one they were, they were the one pushing that narrative about the everything. You know, Mel, let me say this. He, he talked about no, uh, there hasn't been any, uh, anything uh, happened since Twin Peaks with the bikers. Now, there, was, there wasn't anything going on before Twin Peaks. Oh, sure, there was a skirmish here and there, but not like they're talking about. There, there was no, uh, there was no uh, mafia-type operations going on. There was no biker oh, gang stuff no. going on. There was just some godheads that got into a fight in other places. They may have had a trouble over there at Twin Peaks at one time. I don't know who with. But it wasn't an epidemic like they're saying it is. It wasn't a freaking epidemic. And now they're banking all our stuff. Abel Rain is banking all this stuff on these federal trials down there, down in San Antonio. It has nothing to do with Twin Peaks. It has nothing to do with the COCI meeting. And, Mel, you want to discuss that for a minute, what that is? Sure. As a matter of fact, uh, we can talk about uh, the COCI meeting uh, that we had yesterday in Region 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, every COCI meeting, we have present uh, an attorney, Bill Smith, from the AIM group, uh, and they specialize in representing uh, bikers across the country uh, in uh, in several arenas, uh, a couple of them being, uh, you know, if they get into an accident, a wreck, uh, if their rights are being violated, uh, things like that. They, they specialize in bikers. And uh, Bill got up, and for, gosh, it had to be almost a full 15 minutes, he talked a lot about knowing what your rights are. If you get stopped, uh, 
what you should be doing. Uh, you know, the fact that you can, uh, you can take video or photographs of anything you want as long as you're standing on a public sidewalk uh, or on the side of the road. The police cannot tell you that you can't film something or take pictures of it. Uh, don't agree to a search. Even if you know you don't have anything in your car or in your motorcycle, don't agree. Don't give up your rights. Don't agree to roll up your sleeves or take off your shirt so they can take pictures of tattoos. Uh, yeah, they can snap a picture of a tattoo that's readily visible. Uh, you know, and he, he talked a lot about that, and he talked about the legislation that's going on around the country and what we're working desperately on in Texas to get passed, and that's anti-profiling, where bikers are getting stopped just because they're a biker. Uh, he brought up one instance where a guy was riding a brand-new motorcycle straight off the showroom floor, and some cop pulls him over and says, uh, I pulled you over because you're... Uh, your license plate light isn't bright enough. Now, this is an OEM product, uh, and it was the officer's opinion, and uh, he dicked around with this guy for, uh, for quite a while. And uh, what Bill was talking about was what we need is we need video evidence. Everyone needs to start videoing any stop they encounter with law enforcement uh, and then get that video. Uh, actually, you need to get it to two places. You need to get it to Bill Smith at the AIM office, and you can find him, uh, the link to him, on the website for the uh, COCNI Region 2, and that web address is cocdfw.com. That second copy you need to get to U.S. Defenders, and that would be Popeye. And uh, what 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 address would you like him to use for that, Popeye? Gunbarreltx at gmail.com. Okay, gunbarreltx at gmail.com. Get that to Popeye because U.S. Defenders needs to do that. When we go to the Capitol, we use videos like that. As a matter of fact, we used the one uh, that was taken uh, by the young man who got stopped in Austin and was harassed by the roadside, made to strip down so they could take pictures of his tattoos and the whole bit. And uh, we showed that to some of the legislators down there and uh, they got real interested in the anti-profiling bill at that point because they saw the physical evidence that, yes, there is abuse going on. At any rate, <clears throat> that, was, uh, uh, that was pretty much the gist of what Bill was talking about. He did talk a little bit about Waco and what's been going on down there with the trials. Uh, we talked about uh, motorcycle safety, uh, the uh, motorcycle safety proclamations for the cities is uh, less than two months away, and uh, all the members of the COC participate very heavily in that, uh, and that's where we go out and we get uh, city councils to issue proclamations recognizing motorcycle safety uh, during the month. And then, uh, of course, Popeye, you talked to the group, and you talked mm -hmm. a lot about uh, Waco and the things that were going on. Basically, that's what the COC meetings are all about. They're all about uh, being aware of what our bikers' rights are and uh, what we need to do about it, where we can go to get educated, and uh, uh, getting ready for this next legislative activity where we need to get uh, the rest of the bills passed that we've been pushing now for a couple of years, the Dead Red, uh, several others, and watching out for any uh, helmet laws coming our way. Exactly. And that's all it's about. And, Mel, let me straight some, straighten something out. Uh, and it was pointed out to me that 
Jasmine Caldwell's visit that they did to the Region 2 COC and I, uh, KCEM TV. And listen to me, I can't believe this was Jaswell Caldwell. This was something that was probably injected by her, uh, her producers. The people have control over what she says and does. And at, uh, I, I was, it was pointed out to me at the end of that video, well, this is what the COC is like now after Twin Peaks. Uh, let me promise the people oh. of, of McLennan County and the people of Texas, what you saw in that video clip, uh, I'm sorry, video clip, was this, it was the COCI meetings are the same now. They were the same five years ago. They were the same 10 years ago. They have not changed. Their format has not changed one bit. Not one bit. The, the COCI meeting that you saw in that video clip is the same that you would have seen at Twin Peaks and before Twin Peaks. We basically go through the same thing everything, every time we uh, meet. We talk about legislative issues, motorcycle safety, and also like we did on Sunday mail, we collected money for a biker that was, uh, that was having medical problems. And that's the best way. That's what happens. If anybody's got a problem with that, well, they they got a problem with their head. Because it's just I did not simple. know that that statement came out after she uh, after she came and uh, taped that uh, that meeting. Yeah, I'm going to go back and look at the video clip. And if it wasn't in the video clip, it may be in the piece they wrote. I'm going to find out where that was, and we're going to take issue with it. Because we had the ability to spend more than a minute on it, or five minutes on it, or two minutes on it. We can spend hours and days on it. And we can point out the truth of it all. We can invite people in to see what it is. And remember that time we tried to invite a law enforcement officer in in Duncanville, Texas. Hey, come on back here. We ain't got nothing to hide. No, he didn't want to see it. He didn't want to know it anything other than what he had been told, period. And it's kind, of, it's kind of that way when you look at what's going on in McLennan County. I'm sure there are people down there who just don't want to believe what we're pointing out to them. You know, when, when they pick a candidate, they want to think that he's a righteous guy. And they just they just can't fathom that he's He's gone astray, that he's violated his oath of office, that he's a scoundrel, that he's willing to prosecute innocent people, that he's all about the the notches on his gun, the convictions he's got. And that's all he's worried about. He's worried about his next step up. Like Barry Johnson's point now. Sometimes it's hard when you have faith in somebody that you turn around and look at them. They're not what you thought they were. And may we have that happen many times in politics. And may when you make a mistake, you in this case you make a four-year mistake. It's absolutely crazy. But I also pointed out in that meeting yesterday, Mel, that that they depend on fear in that county. Fear. That's what they operate off of. The fear that, uh, you know, I may go to jail. The fear that I can be locked up for years on end. The fear that makes you want to accept a plea deal even though you're innocent. Because that's how they operate. They, they inject that fear on everybody. And he tried to inject that fear on the crowd at the candidates forum uh, last week. All the bikers are coming after us. Fear. 
is what it uses. And let me tell you, Mel, they've used fear successfully. Because as I pointed out, I was talking to some associates. Oh, man, we can't go to Waco. They might arrest us. They might arrest us on some trumped-up charges. And I pointed out to Region 2 yesterday, by God, I will go to Waco. I'll stand on that street out there in front of the courthouse, and I will have my say because the Constitution guarantees that right. And if they arrest me under some trumped-up charges because I have a, a uh, pocket Constitution and a small Bible with me, if they arrest me under some trumped-up charges, the, the $100 million civil suits that are sitting down in Austin, well, there will be 101. If you don't exercise your constitutional rights, you're going to lose them because they will use fear to keep you from exercising those rights. Period. You heard me say it now. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Just like, you know, uh, Bill was trying, Bill made it very clear, you know, you get stopped by the police and you automatically agree to a search because you know you don't have anything. You have literally given up one of your rights voluntarily. Mm-hmm. And by failing to vote, you're giving up another one of your rights. Exactly. Now, we're going to be posting some more messages to the people of McLennan County at TexasBikerRadio.org in the uh, in the uh, Twin Peaks Waco information section. That's what it's under right now. We'll probably change that to uh, uh, so the people at Waco can and McLennan County can recognize it's meant for them. Um, more information so that they can understand what's going on and what the truth is. Because, Mel, since day one, since day one, when we heard uh, Sergeant Swanton out there in front of Twin Peaks uh, spewing the venom that he was spewing toward bikers, uh, trying to terrorize the county, uh, that bikers were coming to Waco to do God knows what. Uh, we've been fighting that narrative, and we've also been looking for truth. What was the truth of it all? What really happened? Who's really guilty of a crime here? How many of those weapons were really legal and locked up in cars? All that stuff they displayed. You know, like a, I mean, uh, if we ask these questions again and again and again, and slowly but surely, the truth leaks out, even though all these bikers are under gag orders. Remember now, they can't talk. I mean, what a convenient thing for the DA to sit out there and tell one lie after the other, never shutting his mouth, and nobody can answer to it. The only people that can answer to it is those people out here that know better to some of the things they're saying. You know, they, they tried to say the the COCI was a feel-good thing from the banditos, and it's anything but that. People that work motorcycle safety issues in that organization are dedicated are dedicated. We have these regions all over the state. We have U.S. defender representatives in every club that are members of the COCI. And let me tell you, nobody is forced to join the COCI. Nobody. There are plenty of clubs running around out there that are not members of the COCI. 
And even those that want to to bitch about the COCI, saying that they're being threatened and everything else, that's just not true. And, you know, even, even, even as that crap was going down in the parking lot of Twin Peaks, when the two sides first met with each other, one bandito says to those people, hey, look, this is not the place to do that. We'll talk afterwards. But the other side wasn't happening. So the COCI is sacred ground. And everybody knows it. Everybody. As a matter of fact, I think uh, a lot of the clubs that say some of this stuff about the uh, COC when they want to bitch about it, about it's being run by uh, the banditos and this crap and that crap, which none of it's true, uh, is because they simply feel guilty that they've never joined up to become part of the community. Because it does take some effort. And I think some of them are just too damn lazy to take the effort to try and get together with the rest of the community and fight these these legislative issues and uh, motorcycle safety issues. I think that's some of the problem right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, man, let me tell you, if, (laughs) if they want to become Queensland, keep fighting with each other. And we'll be on that path. Absolutely. And if you don't know what Queensland is, type in Queensland Bikies on YouTube. It'll come up really fast. And you see what's happening to the bikers there. It's absolutely incredible. But, uh, you know, and I I would assume the um, the powers that be in law enforcement would like to take us there not going to happen. Not on my watch. And I know not on yours, Mel. That's right. That's right. As a matter of fact, by, by looking at what's happened in Australia, it's a rare opportunity. You know, uh, often in life, a lot of us <clears throat> have thought when we hit a fork in the road, I'd really love to know what's down that other fork. Mm-hmm. Well, if you watch what's happened in Australia, that's the other fork in the road uh, for us. And if we're not careful and we go down that fork, that's precisely what's going to happen to us. That's a real look into a possible future if you remain complacent, don't step forward and help us out here. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, anything we've left on turn here, Ralph, do you think, on the Twin Peaks issues? I don't think so. I think I think we're gonna see a lot of positioning going on uh on the part of the Waco justice system and law enforcement there because you've got the primaries coming up and they do not want to screw up their little mafia family. They're going to do everything they can to, uh, you know, stay, uh, stay out of the spotlight relative to the idiotic, idiotic decisions they've made and the crap they've pulled. And I think, Uh, If you just watch for that, you'll see that happen. I think what's really important here is that we get out there and we help out the guy that's running against Raina and make sure that Raina gets defeated in the primary. That is the ultimate thing for us to do. And I would would ask everyone to work on that that tag that Abel Raina's trying to throw at him that uh, Barry Johnson is the biker's candidate. 
Barry Johnson has looked for truth. Just like we have for three years. If we find somebody that will listen to us, we're going to talk to them. And that don't matter if Abel Raymond likes it, if any judges like it, if anybody likes it in McClellan County. You know, he's listening to what we have to say. And we're not saying anything to him that you're not hearing on this broadcast. We're pointing out the truth. We're pointing out the data. Now, he can either take that or leave it or whatever else. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's his own man. He doesn't, he doesn't need Abel Rana pointing at him saying that's the biker's candidate because Abel Rana in 2014 also was the biker's candidate. Was fine with him then. Now he's going to point fingers at somebody else. It's because he has violated not only the trust of the bikers, but the trust of the people of McLennan County by his actions. And his actions are detrimental to the McLennan County residents and the taxpayers of that county. You want to go down that road with him? It's your choice. You want to corrupt law enforcement? You want to corrupt courthouse? That's your choice. But pray to God one of your children or one of your relatives doesn't get caught up in that mess, the web that exists there in McLean County that is designed to have their way with you, innocent or not, and to let friends and donors off the hook. Now, that is corruption, my friends. That is corruption to the highest levels. And it goes on every day across the governments of this land. And you know it, and I know it. Because we see it every day. And I want to give kudos to Tommy Witherspoon. Since, since they figured out that the wheels were falling off during trial. And that, that Abel Reyna is hiding behind the courtroom walls and the people that are there to uh, that are giving him cover and they've, they've kind of changed their tune looking at Abel Reyna and what goes on in that courthouse and yes they can be instrumental in helping change that courthouse and what's going on inside of it and I think getting rid of Abel Reyna would send a signal to those judges that are inside there to straighten up, to follow the damn Constitution, to be a righteous human being instead of part of a courthouse mafia. Go ahead, Mel. <laughs> I, was, I was just sitting here fantasizing a little bit and wondering... Is it possible Tommy has ever read some of the stuff we have put out on the website, on that Waco tab on TexasBikerRadio.org? Has no, he I don't looked know. at any of that? I don't know. It's possible. There's a possibility. It's a possibility, but I think, I think Tommy's going, going by his gut feelings of what he saw going on inside that courtroom. Now, there's... I mean, Tommy has has access that nobody else has 
in that courthouse. And for, for him to step up and take on Abel Rainer is a, is a bold move, I think. Because they can choose not to give him access any longer. They can choose to give it to KCN TV or something like that. You know, somebody that's going to that's going to follow the narrative, follow the days, uh, uh, the bulletin of the day, kind of like the uh, they do at the DNC. Well, you know, we kind of saw the tip of that iceberg close to two years ago. Mm-hmm. And we were running either the third or fourth wave, protest mm-hmm. wave, down to Waco. And when I got into that conversation with a guy, uh, it was a TV channel out of Dallas. And we were chatting about what had happened in Waco. And he told me at that point, he said, you know, he said, when that first happened, everyone was kind of going for everything that Swinton had to say. But he said, you know... He said, with time going on and uh, you guys doing stuff like this and other things that are coming out, we're starting to ask questions now. We're starting to wonder what really happened here. And, -hmm. you know, that was the tip of the iceberg two years ago, and we've seen the media slowly start to come around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the arrogance is unbelievable. That they, they, this stuff that they've just been doing out in the open for everybody to see. And now these moves by Abel Raina today, I mean, still, I mean, that's, that says a lot. That should, say, that should speak volumes to the people of McLennan County. Volumes. That this guy is on the run. He's on the run from the truth. He's on the run from the voters. Is what he's doing. And he's also now on the run from the media. It'll be interesting to see if there's any more forms going forward. Uh, I, I think uh, Barry Johnson should push for that. Also, this uh, this Democrat Sutton. I hear there's one other guy in the race too. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how all this pans out. But we would we would like to primary uh, Abel Raymond out. That is not because we're coming to get it. And we're not coming to get anybody in McLean County. That's just untrue. What we want is to expose the truth of all the corruption that's going on inside that courthouse. To coin a term, drain the swamp. That's right. And make no doubt about it, that is a swamp. Uh, well, Mel, uh, on a lighter note, <laughs> did you feel the effects of the shutdown over the weekend? Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, you know, yeah, he's seeing all kinds of stuff now where the Democrats are backing off of their DACA demands uh-huh. uh, because I think they're seeing a backlash from the public. Mm-hmm. You know, sooner or later, common sense has to prevail here. Uh, Trump uh, Trump got a hell of a lot of votes just talking about the wall and uh, and illegal immigration. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the to use the term dreamer, an undocumented and sanctuary city is just pure unadulterated bullshit. If we're a land of laws. These are illegal aliens, illegal immigrants. They've committed a felony. And you know what? I, I, I heard a definition here not too long ago that uh, uh, really rang true. And it was, uh, if you're a kid, and let's say you were small enough, your mom snuck you into Disneyland, or let's say Six Flags. Everyone in Texas can relate to Six Flags. They Mm -hmm. snuck you into Six Flags and got caught. Whose fault is it 
that you're in Disney in Six Flags. Is it Six Flags' fault or your parents' fault? Mm-hmm. It's your parents' fault. They committed the crime, and they need to go away for it. And you need to get booted out too. Yeah, and you know, Mel, the the, the parents that sent these kids. Uh, remember the, those kids riding on top of the freight car cars through Mexico. Oh yeah. The, the yeah. parents had loaded loaded their kids up and sent them north to this country. Let me tell you, it's time for them to come pick them up. Come pick them up. Come, yep. Come get your kids, take them home. We're not going, we, we shouldn't be Tired them. of paying we, for it. It's exactly, we shouldn't be feeding them. We shouldn't be educating them. They should, you know, I feel sorry, but they're looking for, uh, uh, for a brighter future or whatever it is, the reason they say they're here. Uh, you know, guess what? Fix your own damn country. <laughs> There's enough of you in that country to straighten that mess out. We had a revolution in this country that straightened it out, but of course now we, we're fixing to have another one at the ballot box. Well, we've already had it when we elected Donald Trump. Somebody that's not going to cave. Somebody that's not trying to sell us out. Somebody that speaks the same language we do. You know, we shouldn't we shouldn't be caving to the demands of a of a small group of people of people that are playing on the heartstrings of Americans. Hey, look, we're generous as hell, but to a point, we're going to drive our country broke. Is what we're busy doing. And thank God for a strong economy right now. Because Obama certainly had us on the path to destruction. And you and I have talked about it many times. It's going to take a roaring economy to come out of this debt we're in. And we're on that path. We're on that path. But we can't have people coming into this country who are not, who don't have allegiance to this country, who are used to getting handouts. We can't have, we can't be over, overridden. We can't put them in front of our own people. You can't do it. We can't take care of the world. It's just not possible. And Mel now, in uh, either in Sweden or Norway, they got people that, that has, has came into that country that uh, that now have a form of, of TB that can't be cured. They can't even be dealt with. They don't want to do. They got people running around. Bring out today! <laughs> just saying. <laughs> That's what it's going to be for the people of Norway. Speaking of Norway, Mel, and I've got to mention this just because I've said it, Lily Hammer. <laughs> just watched an episode tonight. <laughs> oh, which, is that not something else? <laughs> oh, that is so freaking funny. Lily Hammer on <laughs> Netflix. Look it up, watch it. It'll exactly, make your night. Just to give you an idea of what it is, and as we mentioned it, Lily Hammer is about a, a guy that testified against the mob. He's under witness protection, and he went, <laughs> he went to Lily Hammer, Norway, because he saw the Olympics, the Winter Olympics, he thought that was a nice place, fresh air. And so now he's gone in, and oh, you got to watch from that point. It is funny. <laughs> <laughs> Even my wife has been a little intrigued over the whole thing. It is. Uh, you, you ain't seen nothing yet. If you've watched the first episode, just wait. It is hilarious. Hilarious. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, anything, oh, uh, Mel, here's what we want to bring out right now. 
Wave seven is probably going to happen uh, sooner rather than later. But we do have on uh, February the 11th, we have our, uh, a, uh, you know, I'm really thinking of changing that to a straw poll, a rally and straw poll at, uh, in, at the American Legion Post 121 in Elmont, Texas, February the 11th. And I think, uh, I think I've got that, uh, well, I see Dwayne's posting all over the place. Um, anyway, uh, anyway, Mel, uh, February the 11th, Elmont, Texas. And just I'm fixing to give you an address. It is at the uh, uh, 722 Leroy Parkway, Elmont, Texas. American Region Auxiliary 121. Cool place. Come to that rally. Barry Johnson is going to be there. And we're going to have plenty to say to him. Listen to what he has to say. We're going to listen to what he has uh, and, and have some back and forth, some dialogue. Something we hadn't had in three years. Uh, right, Mel? That's right. That's right. Yeah, It'll the, be refreshing. The, the only people we've had dialogue with in McLennan County is the Sheriff's Department. That's the only people we've had dialogue with. And they know where we're coming from. They've heard us speak. And we have no problem with the Sheriff's Department. Now, did he get sucked into that Early stuff that went on at Twin Peaks, I have no clue. But they've, they've treated us well. They made sure we got to the site. They made sure uh, that no one, uh, that we got there, did our thing, and left safely. And we will go their own way, seven, to, to peaceably assemble in front of the courthouse. We hadn't picked out that date yet. We will go there to peaceably meet in front of that courthouse. If you have any other intentions other than a peaceful assembly, we don't need you there. And if you come there to do anything other than peacefully assemble, we will be pointing you out to the Sheriff's Department. And that's just a fact. We can't have anyone making any kind of a disturbance in front of that courthouse. Could it be the law enforcement themselves that do that kind of mess? Hey, look, we'll be pointing them out. And I'm sure the sheriff's department would react for the way we've seen them react before on anything going on around us there. So <laughs> we look forward to the um, Sunday, February the 11th. That's at 1.30 p.m. American Legion, Auxiliary Unit 121, 722 Leroy Parkway, Elmont, Texas. Be there. Be there. And Mel, we'll decide on Wave 7 here pretty soon. Yes, we will. All right. Got anything you want to end up with? Uh, no, other than, uh, let's see, one other thing, we talked about it a little bit earlier this evening, and that is, uh, you know, again on Waco, uh, the infamy that Waco seems to uh, <laughs> seems to garner, uh, Wednesday night, there's going to be the first of a six-part series on Branch Davidian, and from what I understand, it was put together very well. Uh, look it up uh, on your TV guide. It starts Wednesday night. It's going to be six parts, and it's all about Branch Davidian, how it started all the way through to the bitter end. Might be interesting to watch. Might be. Might be. Okay, buddy, I think uh, Okay. I think we're there, man. Yep. Have a good evening, everybody. We'll see you. Okay, good night. When we do another broadcast. Bye bye. Have a good evening.